0: Welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiax.com, and thank you again for joining us. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, at Enthusiax, or uh, check out our YouTube channel, Channel Enthusiax, where all our video content resides. I am your usual host, Jeff, or Baron Fang, and this week I am joined by Jennifer. How are you?
1: Hello. Good, thanks.
0: By Greg, the Judge Greg himself. Hi there. And Vernon, how are you, Vernon? Hello. And lastly, we have Goose. Welcome back, Goose. Happy to be here as always. And uh, like we do at the start of every show, let's get to what everyone has been playing, and let's start with you, Jen.
1: <laughs> Greg, plug your ears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have been
1: playing exclusively Dragon Age Inquisition. As you guys why? know, I, I got why? it. But why? I got it. I don't know, maybe a month, a month or ago. two ago. I can't even remember. Yeah, but All she's been talking I've, I've been about sinking. Yeah, it's like it's like taking over my life. I'm completely obsessed. It's it's just blown me away. I finished the main quest, but I still have so much to do that I'm just still happily lost in that world. Cool. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> well,
0: Greg, uh, while you recover, uh, what what have you been? Uh, <laughs> what have you? All been right, playing? So I've I've been sort of just doing
2: a bit of potpourri of everything in the last few weeks. Ooh. So uh, in the last few weeks, I've been playing Party Hard, which was uh, it was an ID at Xbox game that got released. I played it at PAX, and so I bought it when it, when it got released. And it's like a, a retro-style 8-bit-looking game where you play uh, a psycho murderer who goes to various parties and kills everybody there.
1: <laughs> yeah. That
2: sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good, wholesome fun. Um <laughs> also been playing I, I played very briefly dc universe online that just got released uh onto the console i, I should say on xbox it's been on playstation 3 and playstation 4 just got released to xbox i've been playing the the solace project mm-hmm. from uh i did the, the xbox next. game preview version it's an early access on steam and uh i played the doom beta so oh cool
1: okay oh
0: so that's a nifty little list i got there it is yeah yeah, yeah definitely um vernon how about you
3: holy cow um haven't been playing <laughs> as much as greg but uh <laughs> been replaying mass effect 2 to rebuild my gamer score on my new gamer tag and let's see let's see let's see mass effect 2 fallout i'm really enjoying that uh uh what is it automaton dlc
4: and mm-hmm. uh yeah that's it cool. cool how about you goose i was playing in the last few days i've been playing a um... Kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's fan game. It's called The Joy of Creation, and it's actually sucking a lot of my time away. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: always a good sign.
4: Uh-huh. Well,
0: I'm with you there because uh, I've been back into Warframe, and it's been sucking quite a bit of my time away too. So, uh, but and still enjoying it quite a bit uh, on update 18 now I think, and still liking the game. I almost three years on so. Um, wow. well, let's get to the, uh, topic at hand and, uh, we kind of have alternate titles. Uh, I, I was going with digital versus physical, but it's been suggested that physical V digital dawn of downloads may be a more, uh, more apt title or s- certainly more, <laughs> certainly more exciting sounding. <laughs> Thanks than for mine. that one, Goose. <laughs> um, so yeah, ba- basically we, I wanted to talk about the, uh, the transition and it's happened it's funny i was thinking about it it's happened so quickly at least for me I, I i won't speak for all of us but for me really it's just it's been over the last three years that it's just totally shifted for me uh, if you'd spoken to me three years ago four years ago i i would have had a very very different sort of view on this and uh, even on pc games and now uh it's just it's just completely shifted and i i just wanted to kind of talk about why um, well, I might uh, I might get to you all in in uh, in, in order here. Uh, Jen is is this something that your opinion has changed about over time? Like w- going back, you, you've obviously been a console gamer for a while. At what, at what point? Yeah. <laughs> at, at what point were you suddenly you know comfortable with digital downloads, or is it just something that's happened suddenly?
1: Um, I mean, it's something that I've probably always been a bit comfortable with, but a lot more so within the last few years, too. Mm. I think also what really helped get me way more comfortable with it was Steam, because, right. I mean, that, that's what it is, is you're downloading games. And the more I saw the convenience and the, you know, a lot of times I'm actually saving money by getting games through Steam and just quickly downloading. Right. Um so, yeah, I've definitely gotten a lot more comfortable than I used to be. I was a lot more hesitant and it used to be something I did when I was, you know, when I either had no choice or I was really, really impatient and wanted to play a game or something or <laughs> DLC or whatever that day.
0: And didn't want to wait so. for Amazon or... or, or oh, yeah. The store or yeah,
1: Definitely. So it's gotten a lot better over time.
0: Yeah. Well, Greg, uh, your vices, at least as far as collecting, have been well documented uh, on the show. And uh, so I'm kind of curious to uh, to hear your viewpoint. I mean, it, it wouldn't have been that long ago that one could have expected to find you face down in an alley holding an original figure in its packaging. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and people would have assumed that, 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 well, that's that's how I figured he would have gone. But uh, I mean <laughs> yep. even recently uh, you've mentioned that uh, even on console and I, I don't think of you as a big console gamer but uh, you obviously do play it but recently you've been buying a lot more digital than physical and I, it's not something I'd ever expected to hear someone who's got the collecting bug say so what what is it that shifted for you? well
2: I mean first of all that's that's pretty astute I gotta say right there um, <laughs> but yeah I don't I think it really just came down to at, at one point the convenience just overturned the the idea that I needed something physical and and something that had some kind of heft that I could hold and say this is my game and point to it and say this is where my game is yeah Yeah. Uh, and you know, and I had them, and you know, I've I've collected all these games. I have books, and, like, I, I finally got to the point where I let myself take the games out of their cases and put them in sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't do it for the current generation, but I do it for the previous generation. I just finished with my, uh, my Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 games, and that took me a few days to get done.
0: Days, but ladies I, and gentlemen. Did you hear that?
3: <laughs> yeah. Games for days.
2: Yeah, I... Uh, I it, the collector's bug is there, and I, I I admit it's something you have to keep in check even when it comes to, to games. Even in digital, you have to keep it in check. Almost mm. more so, because it's now it's so easy just to yeah. buy the game real quick. You know. yeah. Steam doesn't help. But it really just came down to the convenience factor of when I'm done with a game or if I want to switch games real quick, I don't like the whole swapping out of the discs, and especially since... Even when you put in the disk, it still has to install on your hard drive anyway. Mm.
0: Yeah. So
2: it really just comes down to what am I saving by having that disk, my the, the quote-unquote physical copy. It's not like that's what's being read. And then if I'm being perfectly honest with myself, I can count on one hand the number of times in the last five to ten years that I've taken a disk from a previous generation and popped it in a console and played it. I mean being perfectly honest, yeah. it just it doesn't yeah. happen. Right. I don't do it.
0: So you have you collect um, but you don't necessarily go back and ever partake.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And so it it really came down to and I I think the the real thing, the thing that probably shifted me cuz this is a very recent change in my outlook within the last probably 4 months or so mm. when when the Xbox opened up their backwards compatibility and all these games that I own are there. Yeah. And realizing that if I had bought them digitally I could just download all those games right now and play them. Hmm. But to play them now, I have to go digging through a book somewhere to find the games (laughs) that are there. And just thinking to myself, like, well, if I had just had those digitally, it would have been much easier. And what what, do I really lose? Because I'm not... I probably wouldn't have played them again otherwise unless I could play them on the current console I have hooked up. You know, I'm not... I'm not one of those guys. No devil mingy here. You know, I don't have the the (laughs) big wall of consoles to the TV. You know, when I get the new ones, I put the old ones away somewhere and uh, hopefully sell them. But if not, then they usually sit in a bin. And so I just realized that the smart move was to just get it downloaded. I can have it digitally. I can play it whenever I want. I can switch games on the fly. Uh, and I don't have to worry about disks getting scratched or getting lost or just taking up space on a shelf yeah yeah
0: um, it's funny I, I was half expecting you you to say you know the, the, the prospect of moving and, and thinking God can, can I imagine packing all this stuff away and actually moving house at some point well, that would have been a horrifying thought too but having been there myself. Um, yeah.
2: Well, let me tell you, having moved with all the figures I used to collect, <laughs> this, this wouldn't have been all that bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, how about you, Vernon? I mean, have you have you shifted over time? I, I know that uh, you're you're probably the person I know who has the most concerns about digital ownership and the future of that. And you've got a good point. Um, it's it's definitely a there's definitely a question mark over it. But uh, be that as it may, um, have have your habits changed over time? Are you are you finding yourself leaning uh, more digitally now, or are you still still prefer the uh, the physical copy when you can get it?
3: I prefer the physical copy when I get it, just because um, I, I do have that. Uh, that that lingering doubt about going 100% digital. Uh, number one, I grew up with all of these you know physical games that I either you know had to blow into to make them work, or you know <laughs> when the when the, when oh, the yeah. CD's came around, like you know have to, I have to be very. Careful with them, and my dad was a was a tech guy, and he was very careful and 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 things like that, and, and taught me to kind of you know watch out for my stuff and take care of my tech. Um, so, so you know when it when it came time for us to you know have CDs and and uh, you know the the disk drives became a thing in uh, video game consoles, it, it just melded naturally. Um, so when it comes to Going to a store and shopping for your game, or just going to Amazon if you know what game you 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 want exactly. Um, you know, if I can get a copy of something really cheap, uh, you know, I can go online. But if I go on, if I I can go online to you know to buy it, or go into the store or something like that. But if I go onto my console and purchase a game, let's say. Um, Let's say Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Uh, it's the first game that popped into my head. Sure. That's still $20 online. Yeah. Uh, if you buy it digitally, $20. Yeah. That game came out in 2011 and it's still 20 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're going to cover that so,
0: that difference uh, coming up. but Yeah, that's a good point.
3: <laughs> yeah, like that's, you know, a lot of these older games are like $10, 15, $20, uh, a lot of games that have been out for, you know, some of them have been out for half a decade, some have been out for a decade or more and they're they're still kind of pricey whereas, you know, my my dollar only takes me so far a lot of time. So I really need to kind of make sure it's worth it. So I have wish lists of games that I'd like to get, but I'm not going to get them until they drop down to a certain price because it just it just doesn't make sense to you know spend so much money on a game that's super old and I can get it for six bucks at GameStop, you know, Modern Warfare 3. Again, it's like, it's six or $7. Yeah. Um, so with that, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's just the price and the fact that my internet connection is not always a hundred percent reliable. Um, so even when I try to download something like a free game from Xbox live, it'll, it'll take a while yeah. versus if I just pop in the disc, you know, and yeah, there's some, there's some download required and maybe, maybe that internet connection will interfere either way, but at least I'll have it as opposed to trying to have it boot up and, and, you know, download from the, from the store and, and things like that. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe it's just me being no, weird, I, but
1: I agree. I agree yeah. Just, and
3: with, with steam, it's a different thing because that's always going to be an online thing unless they, unless they make a deal with, you know, some of these console manufacturers and get steam on there. But, um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I enjoy steam for what it is. And yeah, you can save money by, you know, purchasing during these sales and things like that. But I don't know. There's something about having a physical copy that yeah. makes it worthwhile to me as opposed to buying it digitally and the price never drops. And then, you know, let's, you know, with the with the internet and everything like that, that may be a factor as well. Yeah. Um, I'd like to pop it in and play if that's if that's all possible. And if I need the internet, that's, you know, my digital copy may be rendered useless.
0: Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you bought a physical copy of a PC game? I'm just curious. Like, is that something you do anymore? I'm, for me, it's probably been more than four yeah. years.
3: Yeah, it's been it's been. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was Star Trek Elite Force 2. Whenever that came out. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. So that would have been a while that back. I take me back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Goose? I mean, you're you're a, a, a ps3 guy or have been a ps3 guys um and i assume you know a, a great majority of your collection was probably uh physical but uh is your feelings on the subject changed at all over time Are you any more likely to uh, apart from the free you know monthly titles get uh, a digital copy these days
4: i think greg hit the nail on the head with this one at least from my perspective in the last year or so i've been jumping more onto digital than physical for the simple reason that more than once, I've gone to put a game disc in. You see, it's, it's scuffed and marred, and it doesn't work anymore. You end up either having to buy a new disc or what have you. Whereas with digital, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And I, I've kind of gotten out of the habit. I used to be the guy, I had to have, this was my, like Greg said, this is my game, this is my copy. And I've kind of been trying to get out of that, mainly because for a lot of games, it's much cheaper to go, particularly on a new game, you might get a deal, especially with Steam to get a copy of the game either early access or what have you and save a lot more than you would say in a physical format yeah for me it really like maybe if i've if there's a game where i want to get like the collector's edition or what have you i'll do physical but otherwise i'm probably just going to stick with digital
0: yeah it's funny you, you mentioned that uh, that new game I, i've been hearing quite a bit about uh, overwatch and vernon i'm sure you're aware of this and how the the digital PC version is forty dollars, and I think all the other versions, and I assume that that means PS4, Xbox, etc., are in the sixty-dollar range. So, uh, and and I'm if there is a difference between what you get, I, I'm not really sure what what it is. But uh, yeah, uh, some, sometimes uh, when you're talking about a new game, there are uh, factors there. I'll ask everybody though in the group like, is the difference between the let, let's say we're talking about a new game. A brand new game because obviously it varies a lot as you were saying vernie you go to the bargain bin sometimes those physical copies can be a lot cheaper particularly for games where they just yeah. stubbornly never move that digital price but uh d- if we're talking about new games and there usually is a gap does everyone here think that that gap is is uh, enough like i i don't know about you guys but every once in a while i'll look at the digital version and i'll go this is barely any difference there's no, there's no physical copy. There's no box. There's no shipping. There's no st- store space. Why aren't they making this more attractive? Um, is, is it, uh, is the gap not good enough? Or you
3: know that that actually brings up a, a, a decent point. Like why isn't that more attractive? It seems to be the way that companies are going, and uh, it, so. I mean you know I think we talked about this before with pre-orders having the having it uh, be a potential thing where if you pre-order it in in a in I guess like a year ahead or six months ahead or something like that you get a certain discount yeah. um, and if you pre-order it after a certain time you pay full price but that's yeah. that's a you know that's something for a, for another episode check out our pre-order episodes shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> Um so with that it I don't know. Like how could it be made more appealing aside from just dropping the price? Because like Goose said, there's those incentives uh, to get you to buy digitally. And I, I mean for me, I'm not sure what those incentives would be. I mean what – are you getting like a season pass? Um, are you getting like extra DLC? Like uh, what, what did you mean by that, Goose?
4: What I meant as far as the incentives, for example, the going back to Jeff's example with Overwatch – their digital version, you're shaving 20 bucks off. So that makes it much more appealing to say, screw it, I'll just go with the digital version, as opposed to spending the extra 20 for a physical. Mm. It really, in my opinion, they really don't have to do much to make digital more attractive. Just, hell, shaving 10 bucks off the price will get a lot of people to say, I'll save the money and go with the digital. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to give, I think a lot of developers are under the impression. That you do have to give away DLC, you do have to give away a season pass to get people into it. But really, small things will get a lot of people on board. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. Uh, I, I've there's even been a few cases where, um, where an early access game that I was pretty confident in, I've looked at the price and gone, you know what, they are making it worth my while to jump in now. You know, <laughs> you know, expecting that this is going to jump, you know, into the thirty forty dollar range and, and paying twenty now um and that you know that's obviously obviously early access is is something you can't do with physical although god knows with this industry maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe they'll go that way i wouldn't put it past them you imagine that oh that it. would be awful
2: so what would you do like you'd get a disc and it had half the game on it and then they'd <laughs> yeah. ship you the, the other disc with yeah. the rest of the game on it when yeah. right it was done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I oh my mean, gosh stranger things have happened um I, I you goose you you mentioned something that's uh, kind of Triggered a, a thought here, um, and I, I, this is probably a question but best put to Vernon because whenever I think GameStop, I all automatically think Vernon. Uh, how how much thanks. does? <laughs>
1: like, thanks.
0: Um, wow, how much does the option to be able to trade it in weigh into the decision for you? I mean, you know, you're you're on one end of the spectrum where you actually will trade something in, Greg. I don't think he would ever trade something i mean if it has a bat symbol on it never trading it in uh yeah pretty much that's, that's i've never once traded rule. in a
2: game ever.
0: <laughs> okay so it's not even the bat symbol thing it's,
2: it's, it's not even on the table
0: and then and then yeah. at the other I end of the either. spectrum you've got vernon who would who would trade in a game for looking at him sideways the wrong way uh and he, and he doesn't even feel you know it's just part of the just part of the the uh, the experience
3: you cutting your eyes at me, boy? <laughs>
0: does, does that it's factor the, in for you, the, Vernon?
3: It's the it's the culture that I sort of put myself in when I was really excited to work at GameStop, and this was way back when. Um, you know, when I was looking to, you know, make my mark in the gaming industry and hopefully Before the weight of the world would... broke your spirit, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> Before I realized that it's just like every other company and <laughs> I had no chance of getting into the gaming industry that way. Um, so with that, uh, you know, that that stuff kind of faded. But it, it was that culture that I was, uh, that I was brought into when I started working there was that if you want to you know save some money you trade in your old games but the problem with that is that when do you run out of games to trade in um to you know get those discounts and things like that and they're very i guess clever with how they do it um, yeah. sometimes at least but that's just the that's just the thing that i that i kind of before i started working at gamestop i never traded in any games um hmm. you know i i think uh I think that's when the turning point happened, and you know, then I was buying games, I was trading games in. I never got to finish games because I would trade them in, and that became a problem. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know, it's uh, it's it's funny the uh, the the steam the steam um, what would we call it trade uh, po- policy where you can re- return a game after a few hours. Um, I, I I mean I'm assuming that uh, the the main reason that they came up with that was be, you know for customer service reasons when people had bought something that was actually junk, but I, I do have to wonder is what who's the person out there that can get that much of an idea whether they like a game or not within those two hours and and return it under the, the time limit. Like I, I usually need a bit of time to decide whether or not I like a game or not. So that to me, that seems uh, that that doesn't seem like it would be for trade in so much as as it would for the original purpose, which is you know if the game just doesn't work or is faulty. I, I'm I think I'm kind of I don't know that I'm as extreme as Greg, but whenever I in the rare cases that I do trade in or sell a game, I kind of feel like I have failed. So I try I try and avoid it as, <laughs> as much as possible. Like I think you
4: failed just, this system. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I bought
0: I bought Dawn of War and. Hey, <laughs> and hated it and i i ended up flipping it on ebay or something because i missed the trade-in uh, cut off and uh and i i probably lost you know as as you would a good 50 percent on it and man that uh that stayed with me but uh yeah I, I i'd probably be in between vernon and greg on on the scale of never doing it or considering doing it uh but yeah Can I just throw something up there
3: sure sure the yeah, you mentioned the the Steam return policy and it only being like a what, how how many hours is it like? I mean, I or... heard it was two it's hours. It's less
2: than two hours of play, and I want to say you have within two weeks of the purchase to do it. Okay, so okay, two hours, so hours of game time, time play s-
0: on Steam itself. In other words, and
2: right. okay. yeah. I, and I, I might not have those times right, but it's there's a limit on the number of hours you have played the game and how long after you bought the game you can do this.
3: Right. Okay, so that then it plays into kind of what I was going to say is that you only have so many hours in the day, you only have so much time uh, in life to do things. Some people have more responsibilities than others, and some people have less. So with that, you know that you know that game, if you have a, a particular standard where you judge it by. Uh, being hooked within a certain amount of time, like if it's not if it's not drawing me in within an hour of gameplay, like if the tutorial takes the first hour and a half, um, <laughs> I know Final Fantasy, I know Final Fantasy 13's tutorial was like super long and super drawn out and super boring, oh, which is why like six
2: hours, wasn't it? Yeah, like that's what everyone said. Like, hours, yeah. like Gosh, just yeah. just and wait then, for the first six hours and then it gets good. Right, so <laughs> Gosh, I mean, you know, sometimes and like that. Just that lies.
3: Seriously, yeah. like you're not playing you're not playing a video game to you know be to be bored and to just sit around and like have something ha- have the game stop every five minutes to tell you what to do. Sometimes you just want to you know. Have fun. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe that's the concept that's been lost over time. But uh, you know, you, you get this. You get this thing that you've spent a decent amount of money on. You want to be entertained. It's not like a, a movie where um, you know you, you go into it and you're in it for that two hours, two and a half hours, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of like you know you've got you've got a what a twelve dollar movie ticket and you kind of go in and just like. You can walk out, and that twelve dollars, depending on who you are, may not mean that much to you. But we're talking forty to sixty dollars in terms of video games, and if it doesn't hook you within the first hour, hour and a half, that that's a problem. Like, yeah. you know, it's if it's not entertaining, yeah, I, I believe I believe that. You know, some people will be that that quick to decide, yeah. and. Yeah, I mean, Overwatch recently, I, I played the demo for that, and I was not hooked within the first hour of playing the demo and playing against people. I didn't like the gameplay, so I, I have other things I want to play. I have other things that I want to do, so peace out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's deleted. All of,
1: yeah, I think all of my favorite games, like I've had games too where I started and it was a bit slow for me and I wasn't quite sure, and then I ended up loving it. But almost all of my favorite games hooked me very quickly. Yeah. So I agree with you there for yeah. sure.
0: I haven't gotten around to using the feet the return feature myself, Vernon. Have you Have you actually done it yet yourself? Or no, I, I
3: haven't had the opportunity yet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it, it is interesting to know that it's there, and it, it definitely makes uh, the digital purchase seem a, a little less, a little more rather risk free than it would have otherwise been before. Now, one area that uh, at least, I, I and I, I hear differing things about this. I kept hearing about some difference in Europe, but. And one thing you can't do, uh, at least very easily, is uh, is trade games and allow friends to play them and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, does that factor in? I mean, wh- in a situation like where Jen and I can, can swap games now and then, that, that for a console <laughs> at least, that that actually does here and there, in my mind, factor in. Um, not, not yet, but I'm sure it will at some point when I eventually get around to getting a console. But, I mean... I guess we're I guess we're not kids anymore. So does is there do we really trade games that much anymore? I mean I I know I don't very much. Does that even a factor anymore? I
4: the physical versus nope. digital. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hell, the only no. people I
4: know are you guys. So unless I'm mailing out this. It didn't happen. I mean,
2: I the last time I swapped a game with somebody, I, I gotta say I was probably grade school, fourteen years old. Yeah, yeah. you know it's just. You don't do it after a yeah. while, and you know I'm an adult, and I have the games, and they're on my Xbox, and yeah, I, I want don't most of these consoles now. And now I've never really had opportunity to try it out, but don't they have like a family plan or something where you can designate certain certain login IDs as your family, yeah. and they can also I mean, play games? I am hearing
0: that, yeah. and even Steam might have that, but I just if it's a feature, it's something I'm not aware of, so it, it's uh, it's really not factoring into the purchase decision one way or the other if it's there. At least not for me. Oh yeah, well, I
2: yeah. obviously I don't think about it at all. But I mean, it is there are certain ways out there for like realistic situations, like more than one person in a household wanting to play a game that's out yeah. there. But yeah. I, I, other than that though, I, there's it's not like I'm going to go to somebody at work and say, hey, you want to play my Fallout 4? Because <laughs> it, it just it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You have I'm a also job. Kind
1: of yeah, yeah I, get uh, your own Fallout. I'm kind of protective <laughs> of my discs, too, because I'm yeah. really neurotic about them getting scratched. Yeah. So, yes, Jeff's right. We've traded yeah. games. Well, but cool. for the most part, I don't really want anyone else touching my disks. We, we've, we've all yeah. probably
0: had the experience of having a game get wrecked. Uh, I mean, oh, I, I know I, I have. have. Uh, I, I bought. I, I can name more than a few games that I've bought multiple copies of, and it, it never gets easier. That's one thing about digital that I like. You don't have to worry about it going off.
3: But, um, you mentioned trading uh, games. Trading- Physical copies with people. Um, I I want to I want to throw this out there and see if this counts. Um, I <laughs> gave uh, i one of my friends uh, Dan, who's actually been on the on the podcast before. He um, he asked to borrow my Wii U, um, and this had been a time when I really wasn't playing it. Uh, this was a couple of months ago, and I said sure. Um, Took it for a couple months and then gave it back, and I I, uh, gave him all my Wii U games, and he just kind of, you know...
0: Well, if that had been a physical Wii, if that had been a digital Wii U, you wouldn't have been able to do that. So, it's good thing you got the
3: uh, physical (laughs) version of the Wii U, Vernon. I I, I guess. Well, (laughs) that's... (laughs) <laughs> that's the, that's the, I guess that's the thing is that, you know, if it, if it's a, uh, if it's something that I have and I know you and I trust you, plus I, I know where he lives. Um, so it's not yeah. like, it's not like it's, it's a, it's a hard thing to go over and get it back. Um, but yeah, just go and take it. It's not like it was my, my Xbox 360 or, or my Xbox one or my PlayStation three, like those I'd kind of have trouble with. Yeah. parting with because i actually enjoy playing on them yeah. um and to an extent i enjoy playing the wii U sometimes but yeah go ahead borrow it that's fine um so i'm not <laughs> sure because it's not just the game it was the console as well yeah yeah um well shifting gears
0: a bit to, to stuff that the, the the physical version is is differentiated by uh you know when i was a kid uh buying a new game you know much like brad pitt in seven i was very interested to find out what was in the box uh (laughs) but that but that was a (laughs) wow but that was a back in a time when there actually was something (laughs) worthwhile in there like I, you know, the, sometimes the, the manuals were actually really good. I, I can remember more than a few that were very well done. Some Sometimes games had proper maps and stuff in that was
1: actually yeah, interesting. Yeah, the big sold-out maps. Those GTA, days are, like are
0: kind of gone unless you get into the, as Goose mentioned earlier, your sort of special editions and stuff. Um, short of uh, some Batman trinket, which I think we'll all agree is uh, more than enough to put it over the top, what... What sort pit of boy. stuff, or a pit boy? What yeah. sort of stuff, goodies, whatever you want to call it, being tossed in with the uh, physical copy would be a, uh, a, a would would make the the sale for you. Like Jen, uh, any of that stuff, uh, if it was good enough, would sway you or um,
1: oh yeah, collector's I mean, edition
0: stuff I, in especially, general.
1: Especially, yeah, I mean, I am a sucker for collector's editions, as we talked on a previous podcast. I love collector junk, which I have too much of already, but that's another story. Mm. Um, as far as just like a more standard edition, you know, digital versus the hard, the physical copy copy of it. Mm. I, for me, a big draw is because I'm a big fan of open world games, sandbox games. I love when they come with a giant fold out map. Mm. That used to be a lot more regular, and now I feel like you're seeing that less and less, which is a real bummer. Yeah. So that would definitely sway me, because yeah. I've actually bought those Prima Guides before. Just, like, my number one thing was, like, I really want a giant map for this.
2: Yeah. They still make Prima Guides? They do.
0: They
1: do. <laughs> yeah. I just got one for I'm, I'm
2: legitimately shocked to hear that.
1: <laughs> no, they do. I just got one for Dragon Age.
0: Yeah. Oh. As, as if he wasn't disgusted <laughs> enough. That's, now he knows you Nail have the in Prima the Guide, too.
1: But, oh. yeah, even just small things like that, like that, you know, little benefits of getting the hard copy versus the... Digital version. I feel like that's even dwindling now.
2: Oh it, well, having the unique experience I just had. You know, as I said, I was taking all the uh, the discs out of the boxes and putting them in sleeves. So I have a whole generation's worth of games that I'm doing that, and I keep the inserts for all of the games. Yeah, and the ones from the beginning of the generation definitely had proper instruction manuals, additional inserts, extra stuff, maps. Uh, towards the end, I it was like a single sleevelet that basically said hey, go online and get some stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. There, I mean, there was no instructions in the later games, and there was, yeah. I mean, no. other than maybe a DLC code yeah. that I kept because I never got around to doing it, probably because I never well, got around to playing the game. The boxes are getting but,
0: smaller and smaller. I remember when PC boxes were the size of cereal boxes, you know? The, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Greg, uh, like Jen, is there anything that would, I mean, obviously you... Like collectibles, we've gone about gone on about that at length. But is yeah, there something no, here I've, in 2016 yeah. that would sway you specifically, or um, that that, that well, would make uh, you go? I would definitely <laughs> get the physical version uh, over the digital because of this
4: bauble. Or
2: I'd I'd like to say no, but let's be perfectly <laughs> honest. I tried to get that stupid Batmobile Arkham Knight. So yeah,
4: yeah, um, yeah.
2: yeah. I I've, I'm trying really hard to not go down that route of trying to get the the physical thing that that comes with it um but i i imagine i mean it had to be pretty good to get me to to go that route over digital if i wanted to go digital in the first place
0: yeah
2: uh but still it would probably be some stupid statuette thing that i probably wouldn't even like after i got it but <laughs> i know i know how i am
0: and yeah. that's probably
2: what would do it for me Mm-hmm. Well,
0: you'd, there'd be a rush of endorphins as you took it out of the box, and that's worth something, <laughs>
1: right?
2: Like you know, yeah, I love that not happen that's every the day. Best. Well, I that's don't know. That's not Christmas. always the best. If you recall my Batman Arkham Asylum oh, story, where I was apologized to at the store before I could even get it home. For how bad it was going to
0: be? Oh, there what was, a sad there day. was Oh, was so right Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how about you, Vernon is, uh, is, is, I mean, for you, it sounds like other factors are, are a bigger, uh, a a bigger item, but, um, is there, is there something that they could include or have included with physical copies recently? That's kind of turned you one way or the other, or is it just the other factors that tend to make your mind up for you?
3: Well, um... If the statue is awesome, I'm down. Uh, so there's there's that. Um, I also do like the the maps um, that that Jen was mentioning, and uh, you know, especially for uh, those, those open world games like The Witcher or uh, GTA, um, mm-hmm. I, I've really I've really enjoyed those that they that they came with maps of the world because they're so vast. And yeah. uh, Skyrim actually came with. A, came with a map i think uh, i think the 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 vanilla version came with the map but oh, i got the collector's like- edition and that dragon statue was freaking awesome mm-hmm. um Aww. if it didn't break um and that'll be <laughs> a <laughs> as the, the dragon fell off the stone so that was a that was a thing and then um hmm. halo reach with uh with the entirety of noble team that statue was awesome and again it broke so <laughs> oh, no. if they weren't so shitty that would be a <laughs> thing but you yeah sure if you it's weren't awesome... just
0: being too rough with them vernon or you know like you weren't playing nice pew pew pew, pew 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 yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> ah, i got you um no no It just it, i think uh i think during my my few moves in my life they've kind of broken and fallen off yeah yeah uh
0: how about you Goose, are you uh, sentimental proof, or is is there something that would uh, that they'd throw in there that might uh, sway you one way or the other?
4: Honestly, it used to be if it was a really cool figure, I'd get into it. But actually, Greg's story about the scarred up Batarang has made me think <laughs> twice about these things and think maybe I should. May, maybe it might not be quite as good as they appear. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely giving me a pause on whether or not like a good figurine or something like that, will get my attention. As per guides or maps or whatever, I have the internet. I don't need these things. (laughs) Amen. That's
1: true. There's just something I love about a a giant map at my side while I'm playing a game. I just feel so content with the world. I don't know why.
2: I don't even like a giant map when I'm trying to plan a route in the real world. (laughs) So I certainly don't don't want it in Fallout.
1: I don't either. I like it in fictional worlds. Not real life, though. Yeah, Emily, I still get well, mad about we're that. we we don't sometimes. need
4: directions. You know, it's that, it's that same thing <laughs> oh coming gosh. back around. <laughs> totally. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, for and for me, uh, it's funny. I was thinking about this, and you know, I, I can remember quite a few times over the last few years seeing digital special editions with physical stuff. So re- really, a lot a lot of that, like where you get it separately, you know, you order the digital copy and yet this physical thing comes in in the post, I assume, or something like that. So they are kind of blurring the lines too. Uh, I remember. Yeah, I don't trust that. Yeah, well, neither do. I I, I can remember when it, Mass It, it 15, seems a little iffy that out. like
2: here's the money, and here's your code. Yeah, trust me. There's more coming.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Oh, I, Did I, I, lie? I don't remember the the table because who does? It was like 17 columns wide, but I bet you any money, Watchdogs had some digital uh, down, uh, download special edition that came with a bunch of freebies I, in the mail. I'm pretty you sure know, you need weird. a master's degree to read the Watchdogs <laughs> <laughs> digital You know what's freely. weird?
1: You, you guys know that I'm dying for No Man's Sky, which is coming out in June. Mm-hmm.
2: Is it June? really in yep. June? June? June,
1: yeah. 18th, oh, yeah. I believe. I don't have the
2: time on my hands. Um,
1: <laughs> but I've been really excited for this game. And if you look anywhere, all different retailers, you can pre-order, obviously, the PS4. You know, um, I think, is it Xbox or is it just PS4? No, it's PS4 remember.
3: exclusive.
0: PS4,
1: that's right. But it's also on PC. Hmm. Now, the PS4 version is very...
3: exclusive. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. Now, the, the PS4 edition is pretty standard, if you pre-order it for PC, which I believe is actually a hard copy for the PC, I believe, Maybe. you actually get this what? little spaceship figure of of the ship. It's Alpha Vec- Alpha something. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But it's like there's this like draw to pre-order it for the PC version, so that you get this cute little statue that I really want. But I want it on the PS4, so that's kind of I feel like that's kind of a weird draw where they're trying to get you to pre-order it for PC. Mm. I just thought that was unusual. Why would they be favoring
0: one over the other? It does seem odd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's meant to be a PS4 exclusive. (laughs) Yeah, but it was on
1: Best Buy, so it can't be that it's digital. Yeah. It makes no sense to me.
0: Uh, one thing I forgot to bring up earlier, Vernon, when I was asking about, you know, the concerns about uh, the future ownership maybe being compromised in in terms of digital. You know, this is a day and age in which companies will just shut servers down and things arbitrarily over time. So yeah. to me, it seems like there's there's so many ways they could screw you over anyway that worrying about that is is just one of many factors. Yeah. Uh, like there's there's all sorts I mean, of games if you out there. Were that... an
3: online gamer, yeah. I mean, yeah. That would be a that that would be a thing that would be really important if you were really into like multiplayer and, and things like that. But if it's just a if it's just a standard like you know single player or if there's a single player campaign along with the multiplayer, it I don't know I don't know. It feels like that would kind of make that null and void.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I might finish off just by asking uh, about the future. Uh, just what what do we think could ever if it, or even if it would be possible for physical to make a resurgence again or is it just going to to go more and more in the direction of digital i mean jen to you is there is there anything you think that might happen potentially that could change that or is it is that just how it's going to be from now on that physical media are going to be uh you know less and less uh, of, of the of the picture and or is it possible that, you know, they, they might make a comeback at some point in the future? I mean, we've had disc-based games for so long now. I wonder, you know, when we eventually transition away from that, could that happen? But uh, how do you – what do you think would uh, would be the case?
1: I mean, I think we are going to see more and more digital focus going forward. But I do find it hard to believe that the the hard copies of games are actually going to disappear. Mm. Because I'm kind of on the fence. I'm, I definitely agree with a lot of things that Vernon says about, you know, wanting the copy itself. And, you know, there's something to be said about about that. And especially with all the games that I'm the most excited for or a series that I love, like Fallout, where I know another one's coming out and I'm really excited for it. I will be more drawn to wanting the hard copy. And I know that's not going to change. Yeah. So, you know, I don't need every game I have out on display, but I want Fallout on display. Yeah. So for me, there's that there's always going to be that wall where it, I have my limits with it. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think that they're going to go away because I feel like most people at least want some hard copies.
0: Yeah. You think physical will ever die, Greg? Or do you agree that there, there's always going to be a market for that?
2: There's always going to be somebody who wants physical. I mean, if just look at the Xbox one launch and, and ask me if you think physical is important to people. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know,
2: they had exactly. to backpedal so fast on that to, to try to make physical worth more than what they were trying to do to it. And I think mm. there will probably come a day when Microsoft's plan there might actually be palatable to the market and the consumer. But yeah, I, I just really think that, you know, even when we go to digital and I, we, I mean, we're at the, we're in the day and age where same day digital releases are a thing now. And yeah, Five years ago, that wasn't a thing. So we've made huge leaps and bounds, but there's always going to be somebody who doesn't have an Internet connection, doesn't Mm -hmm. want one. And I think there's going to be some market for them, although I think as technology keeps advancing, we'll see fewer and fewer companies actually catering to those people.
3: Right, right, and that's a uh, you make a good point there because uh, you know you mentioned the the, the Xbox One launch and uh, I remember Don Matrick when uh when I guess he made those he made those comments about the military and uh you know people, yes,
2: specifically nuclear submarines yes
3: that you know <laughs> yeah. yeah what what if what if you don't have a you know that reliable internet connection if the Xbox One has to connect you know and then he's like you know well there's a solution for that it's Xbox 360 and I feel like as as time goes on. On the, the industry will kind of be like well You know a kind of adopt that attitude um, Because ultimately we're going to Just be like more on board With it because that's just what People are moving towards yeah. I don't know it just it seems like that's going to be something That will be in, not so much Of an issue later on
0: yeah not not to uh, once again hit you with the game spot question Vernon but I can't help it uh, the, uh, the, the 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 retailers the brick and mortar retailers uh, they're always gonna have a stake in physical do, do you see them continuing to resist further change or or come up with ways to to slow the change uh, or, or will they eventually fold as well
3: um, I think ultimately ugh damn um <laughs> probably save it
0: for another day to ask whether that's a good thing or not that they go the way of the dinosaur too
3: well it's bad it's a bad thing for the companies if uh, if the entire uh gaming industry decides yeah let's go 100% digital and you know people accept it and you know the the general public is like you know totally fine with that i think it'll i think it'll hurt uh you know physical retailers that mainly i guess make all their money off of the off of physical Sales, yeah, um, and, and they'll in. have to either adapt or die, um, because there's no, there's not going to be any trade-ins. There's not going to be, uh, you know, a line out the door uh, for for physical copies because no one's no one's buying. Everybody's buying digital. So, yeah, I think it's going to hurt the physical retailers. But I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of resistance because we're not at that point yet where number one, everybody has stable internet, and two, um, that everyone you know doesn't want to give up. Their, their physical copies just yet.
1: Yeah. Midnight release parties and all that fun stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, are, I think
1: it. I think
2: we'll see a day when eventually GameStop basically becomes a hot topic that also you can go into and buy game download codes from.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it is kind of already going uh, in that direction. Yeah, I mean, that, it's it, a lot it
2: of taking a huge leap there. <laughs>
0: no, yeah, not really. <laughs> How about you, Goose? Uh, where do where do you see it in five years? Uh, is it is it just going to be a continual slide slide in the direction of digital, but you know physical will continue to have its place?
4: That's what I think is going to happen. Much akin to whenever about maybe five years ago, when people started really getting into digital, for example, movies or digital TV shows, Netflix and the like. People yeah. acted like that might be the end of physical media, and while the sales slipped, there was still that market of people who. As has been said, don't have a great internet connection or don't want a great internet connection, folks in the military, etc., who still want to, who still need to have that physical disc. It's not necessarily about one at that point, and I think as long as there's at least somewhat of a market, you'll at least see the big guys like, for example, Capcom, EA, etc., who will still provide physical disc. But I think the smaller studios over time will probably just phase it out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're I mean, we're already we're already seeing a point where some of the ones that are in that, uh, uh, you know, in between size are not even bothering with with the, f- the physical and, and don't seem to suffer for it, and that's just how they do things. But it'll be interesting to see where we uh, where we land in a few years. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah. Um, I think I covered everything I wanted to to touch off here. Um, as I said at the start, you can follow us on Twitter at Enthusiacs or our YouTube channel where all our video and Let's Plays, etc. reside as Channel Enthusiacs. Uh, you can join the forum up in the top right-hand corner of Enthusiacs.com if you want to join in the discussions there. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at Enthusiacs.com. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions, uh, please check out our other podcasts in a podcast section on the site as well if you want some other stuff to listen to. Uh, thanks again to our guests, uh, Greg, Jennifer, Goose and Vernon. Thank you and join us again on another episode of Point Streak. Thank you guys. See you next time.